0: What's up guys, before we get started, I want to mention today's sponsor, Barouche. We know dental hygiene is important, but it's always hard to find good quality toothbrushes these days, which is why you should consider an electric toothbrush like Barouche. With power, sonic technology and ultra gentle bristles, the Barouche redefines what it means to have super clean teeth by leaving that fresh clean feeling after your trip to the dentist, except it's every single day. Right now, you can get 15% off your total purchase by using the code POD15. That's code POD15 for 15% off your total purchase. Click the link down below to get your exclusive discount and upgrade your oral care routine today. How's it going, everyone? Fun fact, I am a huge fan of Ed, Ed, and Eddie, which is not only my favorite show from Cartoon Network, but my favorite show in general. If you haven't watched Ed and Eddie as a kid, then I'm sorry, you definitely missed out. Now, if you've been following this podcast since the beginning, the last time I did an episode that was Ed and Eddie related was all way back in Season 1, where I recap my top 10 favorite episodes. I don't blame you guys if you haven't listened to it, because Season 1, uh, yeah. Very crunchy start to this podcast. But we've evolved since then. At least I think we did. To make up for it, I'll be doing somewhat of a mini series. The reason I say somewhat is because I haven't decided if I want to make this a complete mini-series or not, but that's going off-topic. Anyway, Ed & Eddie is now on HBO Max, which I'm super excited for because now I had a reason to get HBO Max to begin with. So I started thinking to myself, why not make an episode out of this? In this episode, I'm going to be reviewing every episode from Season 1 of Ed, Ed & Eddie. Keep in mind, it's not a tier list or top 10 or anything. I'm just going over each episode, list my pros and cons, then give my overall opinion, Kind of like my Digimon movie episode if you haven't listened to that yet. With that said, did Ed and Eddie's first season start off well? Let's find out. I'm Eric from Geeks Crossing, and this is the Ed and Eddie Season 1 Retrospective. The Ed Touchables. This was the first ever episode, and what a way it started. A few items are missing in the cul-de-sac, and the Ed's try to solve this conundrum by looking for, as Eddie puts it, the Serial Toucher. You can't make this shit up. This episode had a lot of good moments that still make me laugh, Like Eddie constantly doing the doorbell ditch on Double D, although we never actually see Eddie do it, it's heavily implied that it was him. The Edge chasing Johnny and Plank when they suspect they're the culprits, and Eddie torturing them by dripping water on Plank causing Johnny to hold his bladder. I feel your pain, Johnny. Still, this episode is also relatable when it comes to lost items. As kids, we all had stuff that we thought got stolen, but in reality, they were misplaced. The only known examples were Double D's magnifying glass and Sarah's doll. And yes, the animation has definitely aged. Yet without this episode, we wouldn't get any idea of what the show is about, so it's still watchable. Nag to Ed. This episode introduced me to the show, believe it or not. Don't ask why I didn't see the first one. Blame my younger self. Anyway, the Eds meet the Kanker sisters, who decide to cater them at their home. As you can tell, this episode introduced the Kankers, and it was done just right. I love the beginning where the Eds are collecting bugs in the forest, only for them to get scared shitless. And the humor continues once the Eds venture through their trailer. Double D finding a book with no print. Eddie finding a drawing of him and Lee getting married? That shit killed me. And let's not forget about the canker Burgers and Fishball 2, which was the movie the Eds were watching. Fun fact, that was actually a live puppet show done by the creator's son and his friends. But when the Eds start to ignore the cankers, they are forced to clean the entire trailer. In a way, they kind of deserved it. Then again, it's implied they stripped them out of their clothes after the forest scene. So the cankers aren't completely wholesome. Especially the end where the Eds are about to leave, then the cankers show up and introduce them to their quote-unquote, children. Yeah, that was creepy as fuck. This episode also introduced the gag where the cankers continuously stalk the Eds, which makes up for it. Yeah, this episode also aged, but I'm forever grateful for it because it introduced me to a show that I still talk about to this day. Pop goes the Ed. A massive heat wave has come to the cul-de-sac, and the decide to crash an acid sprinkler party to cool off. Here's another fun fact. This episode was inspired by a real-life story from the creator, as he once crashed his neighbor's pool party and wore tights. Yes, the Eds decided to wear tights at the party thanks to Eddie. The beginning was humorous as the Eds first tried getting rid of a beehive, only for Double D and Ed to get stung while Eddie was hiding for his life. Asshole. The way the Eds tried to socialize at the party was pretty funny too. Double D and Ed freaking out Jimmy by talking about surgery and a horror movie respectively, and Eddie's stung which caused their tights to fall off, forcing him to hide in the kiddie pool. Literally, they had to wait until everyone was asleep to get out of there safely. Until they got stung by bees. This episode doesn't necessarily have flaws, and sent moments that could have easily been solved in seconds. But you know, conflict and shit. Still, not bad for an episode, and I do appreciate the inspiration. Over your Ed. Ed's poor hygiene becomes so problematic that Eddie and Double D decide to give him a makeover, which actually worked to an extent. What makes this episode work is the humor, such as the beginning where Ed ruins their NOG drink stand. Yes, NOG drinks. Pretty much the Ed's attempt to at make a Monster or Red Bull or whatever. But Eddie puts an entire bag of sugar in it, causing Double D to have sugar rush throughout the episode, which I thought was funny. Ed's cool persona was fun to watch too, given the many phrases Double D wrote for him. And it was humorous to see the cankers ruin everything and take Eddie's profits, which kind of relates to the episode's flaw. This didn't need to be a scam because Eddie and Double D were trying to make Ed more accepting. But no, Eddie had to take advantage of his friend's new persona, and look where that got him. It's still a great episode though. Sir, Ed a lot. Eddie and Double D have to help Ed, who stuck babysitting Sarah and Jimmy. As far as I'm concerned, a lot of people hate this one because Sarah acted like a spoiled little bitch, forcing Ed and his friends to play dress up, act like horses, and give them endless entertainment. But what do you expect to have an episode where Ed has to babysit Sarah? Although as a kid, I did get annoyed to see Sarah and Jimmy wreck the house so they could blame it on Ed. But it was satisfying to see Eddie trapper in the same cage she trapped him in earlier. This episode still had some good moments though, such as the beginning where Eddie was cleaning some random car in order to look cool in front of his peers. Seriously, we don't know who owns that car, but that's what makes it more humorous. The horse race was pretty funny too, with Sarah pulling Eddie's tongue to make him run faster, and Ed running so fast that Jimmy couldn't control him. But the best moment hands down is the juggling scene, where Eddie had to juggle many things that Ed tossed at him, including a cactus. And I'm sure we all know how that went. At least the humor balanced out the negative parts. A pinch to grow in Ed. After Eddie is constantly mocked for being short, Ed and Double D try to make him taller. What makes this episode so good is how relatable it is, all of us have felt insecure about our heights at some point in our lives. Even I did. Now that I'm older though, I've grown to accept being somewhat tall. Though I feel like they exaggerate too much on Eddie's height. This episode depicted him as the shortest character in the show, but in earlier episodes and even later ones, Eddie is taller than Sarah and Jimmy, and about the same height as Johnny and Naz. Don't think I will pay attention to details like that. The walking braces, aka the elevator boots, was another highlight. You can tell that Eddie took great joy in abusing the shit out of those boots. Of course, the cankers have to show up and ruin everything. Am I the only one seeing a pattern here? I died at the scene where the boots launched Eddie so high that he and his friends were in outer space, then plummeting back down to Earth afterwards. It's amazing how their bodies didn't burst into flames upon entering the Earth's atmosphere. This episode may be a bit mean-spirited towards shore people, but it has a lot of humorous moments, including the ending. Dawn of the Eds The Eds are too young to see a new movie, so they compensate by pretending they were in the movie instead. However, their imagination may be too real than they realize. This episode is honestly a wholesome one, as the Ets are simply play-acting, having fun, and laying loose their imaginations, as most kids do. This is mostly shown by Ed, who has extensive knowledge towards robots and aliens, almost acting like the leader for once. Even Eddie started to follow Ed, which is rare to see. I like the beginning where Ed goes dumpster diving to collect bottles, showing that scamming isn't the only way the Eds make a profit. Ed saving Kevin from the cankers, Eddie trying to escape in a prototype rocket which of course disintegrated. And the where the Eds fought the robots, who were actually Sarah and Jimmy trying to take Ed home. This episode also introduced the abandoned RV, in which the Eds use as a secret hangout. Of course, I would want to hang out in a filthy RV that's been in the junkyard for god who knows how long. Overall, great episode. Verd Ego. The Eds try to build a clubhouse in order to impress their peers. This episode had a lot of great moments when it comes to humor. Such as the beginning where Eddie grabs a quarter from the sewer, only for a bird to swoop down and steal it right out of his hands. I hate when that happens. The Ed's trying to find a right spot for the clubhouse, only to get kicked out by Kevin and Hungry Seagulls. Or who could forget the central part of the episode, which was them building the clubhouse. But Ed's fear of heights made their job more difficult than it already was. I die every time I see the montage of Ed constantly falling down, forcing Eddie and Double D to stop working and get him back up. Of course, nothing ever works out for the Ed's because the Kankers end up taking over Club Ed. Yes, Club Ed. And the Ed's fail miserably at trying to reclaim it, from rope walking, throwing water balloons, and brute strength which led to Eddie blasting off into the sky, almost like Team Rocket in every other episode of Pokemon. This episode might be a bit inconsistent with its pacing, but it's still pretty fucking funny. Oh yeah, before I forget, the name of the episode is a reference to Alfred Hitchcock's film, Vertigo, which also features a character who has acrophobia. I did an episode back in Season 1 where I list my favorite Hitchcock films, and Vertigo was one of them. Read all about Ed. Eddie and Ed try to help Double D with his weekly paper route, only to fail, provoking them to make a machine to deliver papers faster. I love how this episode takes the trope of kids doing paper routes, but with Ed and A humor. All Double D wanted to do was save money for a new electron microscope, but A sees this as a way to get rich quick for jawbreakers. Seeing Ed and Double D try to hand-deliver the papers was hilarious, as Ed gets his pants stuck in a fence while Double D gets attacked by a dog. Still wondering who the hell owns that dog. But it gets better once the Eds build their machine. For once, it looked like something was working in their favor, until Ed fucking dumps Eddie's bed into the machine causing it to go haywire, I always laugh my ass off at the scene where a newspaper hits Kevin clean off his bike, then he disappears into oblivion. I also like the ending where the Eds try to collect all the newspapers while it's raining, then suddenly, a truck dumps another pile of newspapers on them. Also, Ed's horoscope. New Enterprise fails to meet expectations. That honestly sums up the episode in a nutshell, because Eddie thought by ordering a lot of newspaper, he can get rich quick by selling them all. But there's only so much newspapers that people can handle. It's amazing how in-depth an episode can be when you watch it. Quick shot Ed. The Eds find a camera and use it to take pictures of the kids, so they can sell it back to them in a calendar format. I know, that sounds very stalkerish, but this episode is so goddamn funny, believe it or not. Every scene where the Eds take pictures of the kids offers a lot of comedic gold, such as Johnny and Plank where the latter managed to intimidate the Eds. Hey, if a wooden plank with a smiling face came flying towards me, I'd probably be scared too. Sarah throwing her toys and almost everything in the house as the Eds run for their lives, Eddie trying to take a picture of Naz exercising but accidentally takes a selfie instead, Sort of. We're all falling into his hot dog machine, then sending his go, Victor, to chase them. And my personal favorite, Kevin. After taking pictures of him not once but three times, Kevin shows up wearing a leather jacket, shades, and having flashlights attached to his bike. Then tries to run over the Eds. Thank God he fell into a garbage truck, or else the Eds would have been fucked. But nothing could have saved them from the Cankers, who torture them by saying, "We're gonna make you pretty. We're gonna make you pretty," resulting in them having embarrassing makeovers. You know. This all could have been avoided if the Eds offered a photography business instead, or at least asked everyone's permission first. Still, I love this episode so much. In Ed Too Many, Sarah develops a crush on Double D, which becomes an annoying towards the Eds. Mostly Eddie. At first, I didn't like how Sarah wouldn't leave Double D alone, but then again, that's how all kids act when they have a crush on someone, though I don't blame Double D for trying to avoid Sarah for all the shit she gave him. My favorite scene in the episode was definitely when the Eds were trying to make a dinosaur statue, only for Sarah to ruin their work. It was also kind of funny to see how Jimmy acted without Sarah. Especially when he crushed an extremely rare flower and teared his teddy bear apart. Clearly, he was overreacting. Other than that, there's really not much left to have to say. Except Sarah's crush was still apparent as shown in future episodes. Ed and Seek. The Eds compete in the game of hide and seek with the kids. A very simple episode, but still worth mentioning. It's another one of those episodes where the Eds aren't really trying to scam, but instead try to best the kids at their own game. By taking home base with them wherever they go. Or in this case... A tree with a home sign on it. Yes, they literally ripped apart a tree and took it wherever they walked via wagon. Again, you can't make this shit up. I also like the x-ray goggles told D made to find out where the kids were hiding. I know that counts as cheating, but technically the kids cheated first by hiding very close to home base. So it feels like payback, if anything. My favorite parts were mostly towards the end. First, when the Eds were in their hiding spot because Ed shook too many sodas. Or when the Eds tried to hide from Jimmy. Ed's hiding spot was hands down the best because he managed to hide inside the fucking TV while the show was playing. The ha 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 title card speaks for itself. This episode may have been on the simple side, yet it still offers a lot of good laughs. Look into my Eds. Double D's new psychology book comes with a hypno wheel, and Eddie takes full advantage of it. Even though I really shouldn't be rooting for Eddie, I can't help but laugh at what he hypnotized the kids to do, making Kevin act like a chimp, Sarah a frog, Jimmy a muscle man, and Plank as a mindless zombie according to Johnny. Yet, it only gets better when Ed has a turn at the wheel. Because he made Rolf act like a giant man-eating noodle, a big hairy bat, and a zombie as well, all of which kept beating the shit out of Eddie. Thank god he stopped right before Ed could make him act like a scary fire-breathing lady. God, Ed's mind is fucked up. Also, stop me if you heard this one. The cankers show up and ruin everything. Yet it was funny to see the Eds act like dogs in the end. Oh yeah, the beginning was great too. The Eds were simply doing a bus ride scam, but it failed because they were going downhill. Not to mention that they left the kids on the bus right it was about to crash. Despite being rather dark, I enjoyed this episode, tag your Ed. After Double D is mocked for being too weak, Eddie and Ed try to bulk him up. It's the classic training episode we see in other shows, yet it's enjoyable. I honestly relate to Double D a lot in this one, because I know what it's like being a weakling with no muscles. So I give extra points for how much I can relate to it, though most of my favorite parts occur when Double D becomes the max mumbler. Since exercising didn't work out, Eddie thought he can make Double D a wrestling star instead. Of course, this doesn't work out because Double D had trouble fighting Plank. Yes. Double D was losing to Plank. Even though I said I could relate to him, that's pretty fucking sad. At least the wrestling match between the Eds and Kankers made up for it. Needless to say, Eddie got the worst beating out of all three of them. It would have been nice if Double D actually proved everyone wrong by winning, but you know, they need an ending where the Eds lose badly to the Kankers. At least the Flash game based off this episode helped give us an alternate ending. If you want to hear me talk more about it, I recommend listening to my Cartoon Network Flash game episode, Fool on the Ed. A mysterious jokester called the Prankmaster is pranking the kids, so the Eds must try to stop him. Of course, Eddie does his shit to reclaim his title of King of Pranks, instead of thinking about the well-being of his peers. For the most part, the pranks were the best part of the episode, like the pranks Eddie pulled in the beginning on Double D and Ed, until we get to the Prankmaster's work, such as trapping Rolf in a butter churner, putting Johnny in a diaper, Sarah falling down a trap door, Jimmy getting scared by a giant flammable monster, and my personal favorite, Kevin's ass getting chomped by a bear trap. I cry every time I see that. We then find out that the prank master wasn't real, and that the kids pretended to be pranked so they could prank the Eds. Hey, I'll give these kids credit for being clever, but how the fuck were they able to fake Kevin getting chomped by a goddamn bear trap? At least the ending where the Eds built that giant stink bomb was hilarious. Even though they technically got their revenge, it didn't entirely work in their favor. Typical. A boy and his Ed. The Eds learn that Kevin has a garage full of jawbreakers, and try to become friends with him so he can get his goods. Let's be real. We've all been in that position where someone only wanted to be your friend, just so he or she can take whatever you have. Definitely happened to me a few times. But that's going off topic. Seeing the Eds dress up like Kevin and cheer for him was both pathetic and hilarious, because Kevin knew what kind of shit Eddie was pulling, especially when the Eds offered to clean his chimney for him. But instead of using a brush like a normal person, Eddie decides to make Ed wear a wig and use him to brush the chimney. However, Ed sneezed so hard that the chimney collapsed and ruined half of Kevin's house. Bro. I fucking die every time I see that. As if that wasn't enough, the Eds tried digging a hole under his garage, and they somehow end up in his bathroom while Kevin was taking a bath. I could go on about how creepy that sounds, but the imagery speaks for itself. This episode really shows how desperate A can be at times, and I love it. It's way Ed. The Eds try to keep up with the latest fad that the kids are into. Once again, it's another episode where the Eds aren't trying to scam people, but try to fit in as most kids do. Believe me, I know what it's like. But I gotta say, the fads featured in this episode were weird as hell—walking on wooden stilts, wearing hats with spinning rubber balls, and jumping on shoe springs. But that's nothing compared to Fat Freaky, the ultimate combination of all the fads the Eds try to come up with so they can outfat fat the kids. Naturally, it ends in failure for arterial rejects. What's worse is that the kids treat Fat Freaky as their own fad when earlier they completely ignored the Eds. Yeah, this episode was kind of on the cruel side, but the humor helps saves it, such as the montage where the Eds try to come up with a new fad. Or the beginning where Ed and Double D wake up Eddie. Is no one gonna talk about Eddie having a schedule book on when to scam each kid? Laugh, Ed, laugh. The cul de sac kids are under quarantine due to a chickenpox epidemic, but the only ones who aren't sick are the Eds, which means no scamming for Eddie. Besides the obvious relations to the pandemic, Rawlin, this episode was honestly a good one. The beginning where the Eds try to sell ice cream was a great start, and by ice cream, I mean tennis balls glued to wax paper and dipped in pink paint. You know, Eddie is right about one thing. That is real cheap ice cream. Eddie losing his sanity was the best part of the episode, let's be real. Because it shows Eddie needs to scam people to keep himself in line. Double D and Ed's attempt to catch him was pretty funny too. Especially the ending, where they trapped him in a mattress house full of money. Sadly, the money was fake, yet it drove Eddie back to his senses. I know it's awkward to watch this episode now, given the dilemma we're all in. It's still a really funny episode. A glass of warm Ed. Ed's sleepwalking habit is causing him to eat everyone's food. So Eddie and Double D must try to stop him. Just like Eddie, I kept laughing my ass off while watching this one, because of how oblivious Ed can be in his sleep. My favorite parts were definitely when Ed almost ate Jimmy Hole, or that brief moment where he wakes up only to sleepwalk again in the next scene. This episode also featured one of the few times where a scam actually worked. Because the kids had no food in their houses, Eddie decides to sell them the food that Ed already ate. I know, that's fucking gross. Yet it worked because the kids were so hungry that they didn't bother asking where the food came from. Surprisingly, we didn't see Ed sleepwalk again until another three seasons, but it's not as severe as this one. Good episode, though. Felipe bit and Ed. The Eds open up a pet grooming business where we find out that Ed is severely allergic to rabbits. Now, Eddie and Double D must figure out a way to nurture him. You're probably thinking, how bad is Ed's rabbit allergy? Constantly sneezing, possible skin irritation. How about both those things plus inflating like a fucking balloon? I wish I was making that shit up. Despite how unrealistic that sounds, The humor in this episode is gold. It started off simple with Eddie and Double D trying to clean Rolf's animals, but by the time Ed becomes a purple spot balloon, it gets better, from trying to make sure Ed doesn't float away or trying to find the right remedy for his swelling, from cream to powder to eventually ice which worked. If only ice packs were that effective in real life. Anyway, another thing that makes this episode so iconic is Rolf's animals. Before Ed's allergy kicked in, the rabbits were kept in separate cages, but once they got together they began multiplying, Obviously, I didn't understand this as a kid, but after watching it years later, I get the joke. Rabbits multiply. Or as Double D puts it, Sounds like Mr. and Mrs. Bunny have been practicing the multiplication table. While the Eds were gone, the Rabbits multiplied to the point where they flooded the entire cul-de-sac. It was hilarious to see characters like Johnny, Kevin, even Sarah and Jimmy get ambushed by the Rabbits. And what are the Eds plan to do about this? Watch TV and ignore everybody. As you should. Overall, very funny episode. Who, what, where, Ed? The Eds try to get an egg from Rolf, but they must trade him sawdust for it. This will lend to the Eds getting stuck in an endless trade cycle. In order to get sawdust from Kevin, they have to trade him paint for a shed. But to get paint from Jimmy, they have to trade him clams. But to get clams from Johnny, they have to trade him an anchor and later a racket, and so on and so forth. It was fucking crazy, but I love it so much. Figures that the Eds will go through all this shit just to get an egg. The highlights for me include the Eds dressing up as a famous person so they can get an anchor from the cankers, which of course failed and the beginning where Ed wasted all the eggs they had because he got his tongue stuck on an ice pop. Yeah, this whole thing was pretty much Ed's fault. Yet he broke the trade cycle by trading his yo-yo over to Rolf for his plums. But by the time they got the egg, he breaks it because he thought a chicken was trapped inside. How poetic is it that Ed started this madness, got him out of it, and back to square one. This episode has to be the most insane one of them all, yet it's so good. Keeping up with the Eds. Eddie and Ed try to help Double D mow his lawn, only for Ed to fuck it up. After using this special manure, everyone's lawn started to grow really tall grass. One thing that I like about this episode is Double D's hatred towards lawn mowing. Let's be honest, we hated lawn mowing as a kid, but to hear Double D of all people complain is pretty funny. Also, Ed's love towards Sarah is very perceptible in this one. Despite all the shit he has to endure, Ed cares for his sister a lot, as shown when he frantically looked for her in the tall grass. He even tried eating it, which in my opinion is the best part. Don't worry, Victor was able to eat all the grass in a matter of seconds. Rolf, I don't know what vitamins you give your animals, but it definitely paid off. However, I feel like this episode had an unsteady plot. Unlike the previous one, where it was all over the place in a good way. They tried to squeeze in too many plots that did interrupt the pacing a bit. First, it was about mowing lawns, then it was about growing grass, then it was about looking for Sarah, then it was about trying to get Victor back to Rolf. By the way, Rolf lives across the street from Ed, so I don't understand why he decided to go down this big-ass hill. Other than that, it's still a good episode. Ed's adjurate. After breaking Kevin's window, Eddie tells him it was the work of the Mucky Boys, When others start to catch on though, the Eds must try to keep up this facade for as long as they can. I fucking love this episode so much, right down for its concept and humor. Rather than take his punishment head on, Eddie decides to take the easy route and just lie his way out of trouble. And their attempts to keep this lie going was hilarious, making loud funny noises, swell up Ed's feet to make large footprints, painting the inside of a pipe drain to make it look like a cave, and my personal favorite, the Eds becoming the Mucky Boys by covering themselves in mud and scaring the shit out of the kids although Sarah was the only one to know something was up and expose the Eds. I lost my shit near the end when Kevin looked like he was about to murder the Eds. Thankfully, all he did was trap them in a cement block. At least Johnny was nice enough to leave a hammer to help them escape, which Ed thought was a tarantula. Don't axe. This was overall a really funny episode and one of my personal favorites of this season. Oath to an Ed. The Eds want to join the Urban Rangers, a Boy Scout group consisting of Rolf, Jimmy, and Johnny. But in order to become actual members, they have to earn at least one badge. Every time I watch this episode, it always brings me back to those times where I wanted to be a Boy Scout. The only problem was, I was so attached to my TV and video games that I quickly gave up on the idea. And look where I turned out. But that's besides the point. Anyway, this episode was actually a good one. Once again, it's more about the Eds trying to prove themselves rather than swindle their peers. And the humor is where it mostly excels at. Starting in the beginning where the Eds hated wearing new clothes that their parents bought them. I relate to that shit so much. Then we get to the moment where the Eds try to earn a badge but fail miserably. Seriously, the Eds failed at the most simplest of tacts, such as setting up a hammock, microwaving a prepacked burrito, or even changing a fucking toilet paper roll! Yeah, the Eds couldn't even do that! But what really triggered Rolf was Eddie trying to act like a good neighbor towards Sarah. As expected, Eddie lost his temper because Sarah kept calling him a baby. Hey, if someone kept calling me a baby, I'd probably do the same thing. Sadly, that was the Eds' last chance, and they were forced to slide down a trail of lard as punishment. At least Plank was able to become a ranger in the end. You know it's sad when Plank of all characters becomes a ranger and not the Eds. This episode is great for introducing the urban rangers and Eddie's newfound hatred towards them. But in your Ed, Eddie gets a fly stuck in his voice box causing him to be mute, so Ed and Double D must rely on Rolf to be his translator. Oh dear god, you can already tell how that goes. Before I get to that, I feel like this episode is more symbolic than people realize. When you think about Eddie, he always resorts to yelling, whether he's in trouble, promoting his latest scam, or even just communicating but without his voice, Eddie's completely powerless, which makes him an easy target to do all sorts of things he'd normally object to, like eat exotic seafood from Rolf's culture, zip across the cul-de-sac on a u-cycle, turn his room into the arctic tundra, and my personal favorite, Eddie facing his greatest fear, which according to Rolf, is bullfighting and rooster with severe anger issues. We still don't know what Eddie's actual phobia was, but I think it's safe to assume that the rooster now takes the cake. Hey, I'd be terrified too if a rooster came charging at me like a fucking bull. Though Eddie does eventually get the fly out of his voice box, it happens at a time where he actually needs help and no one can hear him. Typical. Before I forget, I want to talk about the fly itself. I love how the fly is so small that you can't even see it, but you can only hear its buzzing. It's a shame that future cartoons don't do jokes like this anymore. At least to my knowledge. This was overall a really solid episode with tons of humor. A vast ye-ed. Now have we reached the last episode of season one, the Ed Star luxury cruise line only for them to get ambushed by pirates, and by pirates I mean the cankers. One thing I have to praise for this episode is the layout. Thanks to the Ed's latest scam, we got to see more of the creek and how far it goes. Insert Moana joke here. We also learned that Double D is extremely skilled when it comes to playing the pedal steel guitar, as much as he hates to admit it. The real highlights occur towards the end, where the Ed's plus Jimmy, Johnny, and Plank try to get away from the Kankers, even going as far as using Ed as a frickin' motor, which I'll admit was pretty damn funny. Also, I have to give a shout out to Johnny. He really demonstrated how versatile he is by ripping apart the Kanker's sail. Of course, in typical Edna fashion, things never work out in the end. As their ship gets sunken, then Jimmy and Johnny had to walk the plank. Literally, they had to walk over plank and jump overboard. Which kind of leads to a few problems I have. First off, Eddie was a shitty captain, let's be real. Not only did he not show any care towards his passengers, but it was his fault their ship sunk in the first place. Second, the scene where the Eds were about to get kissed by Cankers. While they are on the Canker ship, the Eds were so close to dry land, and they weren't even tied up for that matter, so they could have easily escaped. Lastly, this episode doesn't really feel like a season finale. I know that's the point and you don't have to watch the episodes in order to know what the show's about, but they could have ended their first season strongly. Despite that, I really do enjoy this episode. Alright, that's all the episodes from Season 1 reviewed. Going back to why I asked before, did this season start off at NA well? To be honest, yes. Like most shows, the first season is usually when the staff is just getting their feet wet. You know, give us a general idea of what the show's about, and they succeeded for the most part. The only issues I can really think of was the dated animation and constantly making the cankers be the reasons the Eds failed their scams, when in later seasons they expand to other reasons. Season 1 may not be as zany or over the top as future seasons, but without this season, Ed, Ed, and Eddie wouldn't have a starting foundation, so I recommend giving Season 1 a watch when you get the chance. And thank you all for listening to another Geeks Crossing Podcast. Be sure to join our Discord server and follow our Instagram page at Geeks Crossing if you haven't already. Links for both of them will be in the description as always. And continue to support us on all available platforms such as Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and iHeartRadio. Thanks again and take care.